0: Namaste. I welcome you all. This this session is brought to you by easyayayurveda.com. I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. A. Chandrasekhar Udupa. Uh, this class is made live, available for weekly class subscribers to sign up. Please go to easyayurveda.com slash video class. Video dash classes. Coming to the topic, first one is that we have the question was Dear has Anybody has treated someone with gallstones? One of my friends has finally turned to Ayurveda as now she has been suggested to removal of gallbladder. Is it possible to do anything to reverse the gallstones with Ayurveda? So this is about the gallstones. Before we get into the you know the treatment aspect and the medicine suggested etc. Can you please guide us through? Someone comes with. Comes up with say uh, USG abdomen ultrasound uh, sonography of abdomen or say CT scan of abdomen having gallstones. Can you please go through you know what goes in your mind in a patient with uh, gallstones?
1: Definitely, I would like to go with the first question: whether dear, uh, anybody has treated someone with a gallstones? yes the treatment can be done of course there are ifs and but's when the size of the stone or the gallstone is comparatively much bigger then it takes much time then if it is other than uh, causing a severe pain if it is obstructing the pathway and thereby causing an obstructive jaundice, then there is no other way we need to go for an operation a surgical removal of the condition otherwise we can definitely treat this condition let us understand what is gallstones are The gallstones are basically of three types. Uh, It's a pure cholesterol stones and pigment related stones and a mixed category of stones. So in these three, usually in Indian condition, it is a mixed stones are more, and in European and Western community, it is more so with the cholesterol and either either pure pigment stones are common. Many times, many people with these type of uh, gallstones they stay without any symptoms for many many years. So it is usually accidentally found many times when the patient went for some other thing and they went for an ultrasonography abdomen or a CT scan for some other condition it is accidentally found that there is a gastro. Commonly we will find these type of things. And other ways, many times when a patient comes to us with the abdominal pain of a very specific nature and a pain referring to the scapular region upwards on the right side and the pain is causing vomiting sensation and all those things, we suspect it is a gallstone. Then we send the patient usually to get the abdominal ultrasonography checked and then the, what are the result it comes. When it, the result comes, as a Ayurveda practitioner, looking at the scope of the medicines what, what we deal, we need to understand what are the things we need to consider before going for the treatment and as per ayurveda what are these gallstones it is concentrated bile juice the bile juice which is sara in nature which is later due to various kashaya or maybe due to influence of vata or bile becoming dried up and the dried bile is covered with some sort of cholesterol or something like that and it is a mixed stone or something like that so this is basically a concentrated thing that's what they usually when we go for an abdominal scan, our many times report comes as there is a gallbladder sludge. So sludge is nothing but something like Kichidi or something like panka, what we call in uh, Sanskrit. So that type of thing, it means it is a precondition which is almost making the things to become gallstones. So further it becomes tied up, it becomes a gallstone. So these are things are very common. Then we need to understand what is the gallbladder pathology, what is the things are there. So first thing is we need to know through that abdominal scan that whether it is a single gallstone or multiple gallstone, point number one. Then comes whether the patient is having abdominal pain or vomiting sensation or not, It's point number two. Then the point number three is what is the diameter of common bile duct? Usually they will give you the diameter of the uh, common bile duct. So that we need to, so whether it is a common bile duct is dilated, it's good, well and good for us. If it is not directed, it is normal. It will be an average of 4 mm in thickness and diameter. So our stone, if it is lesser than the 4 mm, then there is a possibility of expelling it through the bile. So in that condition, we need to know the know those things. Second, other the part is that whether this stone is adhered to the gallbladder wall or whether it is mobile inside the lumen of the gallbladder if this information we get it from the ultrasonography rct then it will be easier for us to understand what protocols can be used from the point of highway the treatment protocol what we need to do is when there is a gallstone which is a dried up thing we need to convert it into become a sludge first and then into a very thin juice and then it will be excreted out so every time gallbladder is such a reservoir the pile is produced by the liver and it will be continuously coming and it is being stored at the gallbladder and whenever there is a food the when food comes after opening of the pylorus end of the gastrium food enters to the duodenum and that gives a feedback mechanism signal to the gallbladder that food has arrived so then gallbladder starts squeezing the content will be pushed to common bile duct and through that to the uh, connecting with the uh, near the water of ampulla that will enter into the duodenum. So this is the usual mechanism. Here, if the peristatic movement of the gut, if it increases, it gives a feedback mechanism to the bile duct as well as even the gallbladder That There is a large, lot more food has arrived. So more quantity things to be squeezed out. So that's one way to do it when we give a variational of process. When we induce the improved or increased peristaltic movement through Viriachina process, it will make the gallbladder to speak more and more. So with all this backdrop, if we come to know that our gallbladder stone is lesser than the 4 mm diameter, and it is freely mobile, it is not adhered to the gallbladder wall, so then we can go for um, causing a sludge or even trying to push out through the Viriachina something like something with a mild laxative thing, we can dily, we can increase it. So that will be in a process, the content will be emptied through the gut and it will be thrown out. If it is bigger than the diameter of the gallbladder, I mean um, CBD, then we need to go for a breaking of those things. So then we need to give some tikshna dravyas, which contains Katuti, Chitraka and even Lashuna and ksharas, such type of materials which will try to break open these stones and making a, further divide them into a smaller sized ones. So that can be easily pushed through the secretions, normal secretions. This is what the total protocol in uh, treatment of uh, gallstone is. And of course in this, olive oil also plays a very important role. Many times people will make the patient to consume a lot more of uh, olive oil so that it can be uh, removed out. Of course it can also be a very best option. Even that we can even go for Tilatahila also in the same fashion, in the uh, same role of uh, smoothening the condition and it is trying to remove out those things. But provided only the thing is, gall stone diameter should be lesser than the diameter of the CBD and it should be mobile. Then only the things can happen. Otherwise, we need to go for something which can scrape and make into a stone, into a sludger material or something like that. Then it takes many months to reduce it because in many times I have seen, after three months, after four months, the patient will come once again with the new USG report saying that gallbladder stone size has reduced from 10 mm to 7 mm, 3 mm, 5 mm like that but it takes much time but it is a process which can be handled without operation only thing is, if the stone is causing too much of pain, patient cannot bear the pain for that there will be some sort of risk but even that can also be managed with Sukmarabrita and Hingvase Kachurana with a large doses that will help us to uh, improve these conditions and reduce the pain also but initially it may not be give you instantaneous relief the so patient may have to go through the pain through the maybe in three to four days so that initial is many times that pain cannot be bearable, then the patient go for a operation or some injections otherwise this can be managed in this way and um, in the long run, it will become very much very clear in the gallstone. And uh, we have um, documented things in
0: this. Thank you very much, sir. Question involved uh, that you know, what is the doshic imbalance involved in the
2: gallstone formation? Now coming to the doshas uh, part, mm-hmm. Guruji sir already mentioned the Bhava of vata is responsible. So because we know pitta is drava in nature, it already has a free flow. So dravatva, saratva, everything is there. Pitta has a free flow. The body has its mechanism of uh, the pitta to travel from liver to gallbladder or gallbladder to the duodenum so it is a natural transit once there is a pressure in the gallbladder it automatically and the signals as the sir uh, rightly mentioned about the mechanism how it is discharged. Uh, pitta naturally flows into the intestines so as to facilitate the digestion of those portions which can be digested by pitta we also know that pitta is having uh, agni in it agni reva pitta and agni is located in all types of uh, pitta so digestion conversion assimilation all these properties even reception of food is under the control of pitta of course with the help of vata so here what happens is obviously when the dravatva decreases in any dhatu or uh, dosha if it decreases it gets a solidified so here pitta is a dravadhatu so it is having drava except the pachaka pitta where tekta dravatvam has been mentioned the dravatva is comparably less in Pachaka Pitta in comparison to the other Pitta, so here Dravatva is more, the liquidity is more, so obviously when liquidity goes on decreasing, so there is a possibility of things getting consolidated, so what happens in Pitta, the Dravatva will come down, obviously the Saratva, the flow also will come down because it is getting converted into semi-solid consistency, what gururajas are mentioned as sludge, So it comes into that particular form. It is confused. The gallbladder is confused how to flush that because there is no free flow of uh, pitta into the small intestine. Gradually, if that continues, if the vata activity in the pitta zone Vata activity in the Pitta zone increases, obviously the Dravatva of Pitta will be uh, coming down. And when we are speaking about uh, a gal stone, stone is translated to Ashmari in uh, Ayurveda. And in Ashmari Prakarana, we can find so that where urinary calculi and other things are explained in Ayurveda, all calculi are formed, all Ashmaris are formed due to predominance of kapha. So again, uh, just like in Prameha, all Pramehas are predominant in Kapha. So just like, uh, unless proved otherwise, we also have Pittaja and Vataja Pramehas later. But Kapha involvement in the earlier stages is there. Ashmaris is also formed by Kapha. Though we have the Vata and Pitta variants, the Kapha is needed, the Sandratva. so that uh, the Kapha Gunas, the Kapha qualities are needed. So Kapha is also a Drava Dosha itself, but in comparison to Pitta, the Dravatva will be less. The density will be a little bit more. So, it, we can con- consider it as a semi solid substance like kapha in comparison to the picta, which is a, has a free flow. Kapha might not have a free flow due to different properties. So, here, even when kapha is uh, dried up by the action of water, The Ashmari can form. If uh, the Dravatva, that is the liquidity of Tafa, is reduced due to Rukshatva, dryness of Vata, and Ushnatva of Pitta, the heat of Pitta, then also there is a possibility of formation of Ashmari. So if we take this word Ashmari to the gallstone so we can consider it as Pitta Ashmari. So here it is a stone which is formed due to predominant consolidation of. uh, pitta in various st- stages it can be called as a, a sludge or a, a biliary calculus or whatever it is there or gallstone so whatever you can call it as the similar mechanism plays here so water drying up to the liquidity of pitta or kapha getting, so we know that kapha and pitta zones are very close to each other. If this kapha causes block of the free flow of uh, pitta and kapha also gets mixed with uh, pitta, so like a semi-solid substance and a liquid substance getting mixed together, again it adds to the semi-solidity. There is also a possibility of formation of the sludge. At the same time, if again the vata interferes there, it will be worsening the picture, that's all. Again a tridosha component will come into the uh, picture. So, basically, when we are speaking about uh, gallstones, it is either by rukshatva of uh, the vata or the involvement of kapha, kapha blocking the pathway of uh, uh, the pitta's free flow and getting mixed with the pitta, and then again, uh, the pitta getting a semi solid consistency due to the sticky nature and also the sandra nature of kapha. Uh, so, all these things, this particular pattern also can lead to uh, formation of gallstones, and if vata intervenes there, so the picture will be more complicated. So, more the involvement of Vata, its Rukshatva, the more the possibility of uh, the liquidity becoming less and uh, more the possibility of the gal stones forming to their uh, full potency. So as as and when the mechanism goes on increasing and the gallbladder cannot flush out the pitta properly, obviously the small, uh, the slug uh, may get converted into small stones, small stones into bigger size stones, big stones into impaction, impaction leading to the again uh, no free flow of uh, pitta into the intestine and uh, digestion impairments and its own complication apart from that due to the impaction of the larger stones pain and other problems may. Yeah? Uh, and we know that wherever vata is involved so some mischievous activity leading to pain and painful activities will be uh, taking place i think uh, this would be the mechanism of formation of uh, gallstones Though so, gallstones have not been uh, explained with a particular term so very closer term. So this is only a coined term where we can call it as a Pitta So because it is being formed in the Pitta Zone. So I think uh, this this would be uh, the Ayurvedic explanation of how stones are formed and how it shall be treated. And as Guraj Sir rightly pointed out, the Brahmastra, the biggest weapon of treating these diseases will be Virechana itself. So Virechana for Pitta Zone, it will be very... And if we can uh, mobilize the stones, in initially small size stones and uh, reduce the pain and give symptomatic relief to the patient, then we will transfer the patient to the AVEGAVASTA, like a stage of a disease where it is not active with symptoms, active with pain. But there is a possibility that once stone has formed, a weaker area has been formed there. And there is a possibility that the stones keep forming again and again and again. There is a repetition. It can recur. So to prevent the recurrence between two AVEGAVASTAs, once the symptoms has reduced, and before the next stone is formed, in between that if we can give virechana so we can stabilize the things to a greater extent.
3: I have two questions in this case. So if pain is not consistent, is it gall, uh, that gallstone is mobile and you know yeah. it passes out? And another question is if uh, Rogi decides to go for surgery, what happens after that?
1: Definitely, the first question is if the um, uh, stones or gallstones or uh, colithias is what we call it as, as a mobile one, definitely if it is in uh, gallbladder um, stones, um, diameter is lesser than the diameter of uh, the common bile duct, then if we use um, virachana or a mild alumina also, uh, it will be that will be helpful in removing those things out of things, we um, got that and if the second question the patient goes for operation then there is no question of any chance of reoccurrence because in operation of the pita or the gallstones they don't remove the stones they totally remove the gallbladder. when gallbladder is removed there is no question of formation of gallstones in future that cannot be possible instead of uh, since there is something like called reservoir during the rainy season the reservoir is getting the uh, accumulation of water and it will be used throughout the year as and when required but when you don't have Reservoir, there is no question of holding the rainy season water. Similarly, like this, if you have um, gallbladder, you can hold the bile juice, produce it from the liver, and can be used at the time when it is required. Like when there is a food, there can uh, say signals we can send it. But when there is no gallbladder, then there is no question of any storage mechanism av- av- available. So whatever the bile is produced, it will be directly going to the uh, intestines to so them. But the scope for the formation of gallstones will be less. Not possible. Well, Dr. Gurma sir sir, has said very clearly on these points of Vata, Pitta and Kapha. I would just add, uh, I would like to add one point. Pitta is one which is a free-flowing mechanism and it is... In a normal person it will be free flowing once if pitta is associated at this point in the gallbladder bladder with kapha then it starts forming sludge the sludge formation takes place when pitta is mixes with kapha during this sludge formation and these things there will be no pain when this sludge is started being dried up by vata involvement then the pain starts so pitta will be naturally flowing there will be no problem when this pitta mixes with kapha there's a formation of sludge and when this sludge gets dried up due to water, then pain starts. So many a time, many patients will be in the range of sludge, and that's why they throughout the life they will be having some gallbladder things, but they will be not uh, clear formation. So that's why they may be having not having the pain. Many of the patients may not have the pain. They will leave like that only. With the gallbladder, sludge or even, even sometimes stones also. But when the role of Vata starts in, there will be pain. So we need to control the Vata first by using a typical Igarinda Teyla Grita, that is a Sukumara Grita. Along with that, we need to use Hingvastika Churuna. It will definitely Chulahara in nature. So this combination will help to reduce that. And when pain is suppressed, then patient will be confident and he will be continuing the medication. Otherwise, the only alarming thing will be pain. Patient may not tolerate the pain and the associated things. So we need to first concentrate on the pain part of it and that can be controlled with the help of these medications.
3: Once the is done with Sukumaras, haritaki, and Ingvash structure and everything, what <laughs> will be done so that it doesn't form again? See,
1: it's very clear once you should be very clear about the diameter of the common pile deck and the diameter of the stones if that is cleared then only you should go for Virachana. If the stone is a bigger in size and diameter is uh, common bile duct diameter is smaller in size, then you should not uh, go for a, um, no, a Virachana process here. There we need to go for the Ashmarimhilana property drugs should be given, like what I suggested, Lithoban and Pithorin, something like that. So which can even even Covilafikshara, a drug containing Katuki. Lashuna and even no ksharas So such type of things can be go we can go for it even the mulakakshara, something like that, to break it. Once that is done, then only and it is always the next step of medication or the process can be done or ventured in only after confirming reconfirming with the next ultrasonographic abdomen to know the
2: changes. The first one was related to the pain. So according to Ayurveda, uh, there is a strong relationship between etiological factors and also what is causing and what is the effect. Very important to analyze. Guruji sir also has cleanly explained uh, that. So here we need to see the cause of pain is the stone, immaterial of the size. So even a small stone can produce mild to moderate uh, quantity of pain and all, and a big size stone with, where there is impaction and nerve irritation. The pain may be of a severe nature so here the pain itself is indicating that there is an etiology behind so we don't just go to a doctor just like that there should be some disturbance we always brush our teeth early in the morning so many of us are not even focusing on our teeth while brushing because it is a regular routine but we remember that we have a teeth when there is a pain in the tooth so the pain alerts you here also the pain in the abdomen will alert you that the location of the pain mainly will alert you. There is a typical zone where the pain uh, occurs in gallstones also in its area, so that will alert you. Along with that, there will be other a- associated symptoms, uh, Guru Rajasar rightly mentioned nausea, vomiting and the pain, a lot more symptoms. So here, Ayurveda treatment, the best line of treatment is Nidana Parivarjana, Sankshepataha Kriya Yoga Nidana Parivarjana. So Nidana Parivarjana. So you are coming to your second question, Alparaji. Uh, so like you said, uh, what is the best way? So once we have given the treatment and uh, the stone has gone, so should we casually relax so that is or should we be concerned as i already said we should be concerned once a problem comes and goes it has left its footprints in the system especially so if your immunity so all of us will have immunity problems generalized immunity problems or specific immunity problems like local problems some of us already we have discussed time and again that there are some weak zones in our system so if you are gal bladder and the liver zone is the weaker system the disease has left its imprints footprints there and it will tend to recur again and again so here a point of caution is very important so how to prevent its uh, recurrence already uh, saros also mentioned the virechana is the best treatment Virechana has been uh, one among the Apu Chikitsas, like the Panchakarma methods of treatment are also considered as treatments which are very effective in preventing the relapses and recurrences of the problems. So, it will give a big window period. Now, once you have given Virechana, in the follow-up period, if you are very cautious with the food and your activities and you, we don't repeat the things what we have done, and if we know what had possibly caused those gallstones, stones we can prevent them one example i want to tell is gal stones are very common in people who are obese so there is a strong relationship between obesity and also the formation of gallstones. so here what we need to do is try to put down your weight try to uh, balance your diet so generally if it is a medoroga or stowlia if it is an obesity or overweight condition generally the kafa predominant foods will be uh in our diet schedule talk to a dietitian or an ayurveda dietitian and try to what scrutinize your diet and also dissect your diet separate those kapha predominant diets. so because uh, myself and burra jasar also have said that the sludge formation their kapha involvement is there and kapha related foods can increase medas that is uh, fat kapha predominant foods can also increase can uh, hamper the activities of pitta So, Pitta and Kapha are in a closed zone in the abdominal areas. So, if Kapha increases, it will definitely play on Pitta and if Pitta increases, it will definitely play on the Kapha. Vata is an interfering factor between these two things, junction or a bridge balancing the Pitta and Kapha not to do some notorious activities in our system. And if Vata goes beyond limitations, it can manipulate Pitta and Kapha, push Pitta into Kapha zone or push Kapha into Pitta zone. So if this happens, ashaya pakarsha, if that kapha is pushed into the pitta zone by vata, so naturally kapha will get mixed in with the pitta, the pitta's stichna and ushnagunas will come down, the intensity, the heat, everything will come down. So the kapha has different properties, and pitta has different pro- properties. And the common properties is the uh, liquidity, they mix together to form the sludge and uh, create an ideal scenario to the formation of the gallstone. So these things can happen. So work on your diet. Work on your uh, follow-up, uh, uh, this one. If you are overweight, you here doesn't mean you. So it's general uh, term. So try to reduce your weight, work on your exercises, work on your body built and other things. And uh, try to see what causes have caused that particular problem and try to avoid them. Nidana Parivarjana. So that the condition doesn't recur. So it is always better for the first two years that you take a course of Virachana. If you are prone to get or if you have got twice, the gallstones have formed twice. It is ideal for the next 2-3 years, at least yearly once you take uh, Virachana so that your system gets trained not to form the sludge and continuously keep flushing that. Having said that, the post-operative period is very very important to maintain our diet and also the lifestyle and very importantly the exercise and work on all these things. So the effort from our side to see that the problem doesn't revisit us. Is equally important.
3: This rogi, she mentioned that her mother passed away at uh, the age of like 52 uh, with the liver cirrhosis. It could be that looking at her mother's condition. Is it possible that, like, ayurvedically, some organs we uh, get it from mother?
1: We <laughs> to about these things. See, her mother body is different, her body is different. Her mother also received the Uh, Liver from maybe we take it as a matrija baba from her mother but we don't know exactly what are the nidanas which is faced by her mother when compared to this particular lady so cirrhosis can occur because of a very typical things where there is an abuses of alcohol drug abuse or something like that or you are consuming such a drug which is going to cause a damage in the hepatocytes or very rarely will have a cryptogenic cirrhosis that is maybe without due to any of these conditions but such type of things it may be autoimmune hepatitis leading to cirrhosis so that it's only a part of it but major portion of cirrhosis won't come in that fashion point number one point number two when there is a gallstone and gallstone plugs the bile duct and thereby causes Pata Kamala, then we need to go for operation and that will not going to lead to, to any cirrhosis or anything that needs to be cleared up and it is an emergency condition that has to be approached surgically. So there is no problem as such. And there are certain things, as Raghuram sir said, as there are some nizanas that we need to avoid it. Of course there are certain designers we can avoid it. But there are certain proximity for this condition that you cannot avoid it. Certain things are at your limitations, you can avoid it and certain things you cannot avoid. For example, gallstones are very common or prone in those who are fair, fatty, faulty, fertile, female. So there are five ups related to this. So if you are a female, because of that nature, it is more prone for that, that cannot be avoided. Only thing is, what you can do is, you should be cautious enough and maintain your body weight, take care and regularly go for Virachana, as Ravram has very clearly said, that can be done. If these things are maintained, then will, uh, sludge formation won't take place. It is called uh, yearly detox or cleansing, whatever you call it. It can be
3: done. I have three questions, sir. One is the, in allopathy, there is what is called the extracorporeal shockwave therapy that is given, which is a non-surgical therapy to break down the stones. Uh, Can Ayurveda treatment be done alongside this non-surgical treatment for effective, more effective outcomes? Second is, can castor oil packs, are they effective for gallstones? And the third question I have is, in Ayurveda, do you routinely... Evaluate state of disease using scans or such tests, or is it based on reduction of uh, symptoms?
1: The first thing I would like to answer that the extracorporeal shockwave lithotripsy is usually not done in case of gallstones. It is usually taken in case of renal calculus, and that is entirely different uh, uh, mode of things. And in uh, usually gallstones, the mode of approach in modern medicine or allopathy is that gall col- gallstoneectomy it is a total removal of the gallbladder that's what they do it definitely the castor oil packs reduce the pain if of course it can reduce the pain but that's the reason we give Sukumara Grita, which contains castroil in it as well as you have suggested here in the that air in the also contains uh, castor oil in it and the castor oil is one of the important one which reduces the vata and Apanavayu will be maintained and if Apanavayu is made then there will be no pain at all. So that's what we tried to do in the beginning. And regarding the scans and lab tests in Ayurveda, definitely the scans and lab tests is the contribution of the, the modern science are the basic science of physics chemistry and biology and these are things definitely we can also use them that can be done
0: in in case of say acute pain till what level can we go for ayurveda intervention irrespective of the size of the, uh, the stones versus cbd the pain is tolerable only then we can go or you know how to make that decision yeah right?
1: definitely if, if the pain is much severe many times it may not be controlled by our regular protocol but what I have seen is out of four patients Three patients will settle down with this Sukumara uh, Sukumaragrita with with rich quality of uh, Lingua churna when it is given two to three times a day that will subside and they will have a dull ache and that will be maintainable and then uh, later it goes off with, uh, with uh, three to four days later but there are certain things which were uh, very intense and severe pain is there associated with vomiting bouty vomiting then it is not possible then the patient may have to go for some sort of uh, painkillers as a injection
0: Thank you there sir given the role of Vata can Bhasti also play an important role in girl gallstones uh, treatment beside Virachana
2: absolutely yes why is Tantra Yantradaraha as we have said why controls everything why controls Pitta Kapha the mobility the displacements of Pitta Kapha everything takes place uh, by Vata itself as long as Vata is in balance the body harmony body is in harmony, all elements are free, uh, freely flowing and all activities are uh, normal. So, the role of vasti in uh, gallstones, stones, I think that can be considered if there is recurrences, frequent recurrences in spite of giving virechana, and in vata predominant conditions, not kapha, as a patient is not obese in this particular condition. In that condition, it is vata which is predominant and vata which is causing the dryness of pitta or squeezing of the dravatva of pitta. If this keeps on recurring and uh, she also said that uh, the patient is worried, she is stressful, she is, has a fear. Kama shoka bhyat vayu. bhaya the fear also increases vayu. So here uh, the fear is not the positive factor of the gallstone but fear and the stress can be a trigger for the further increase of vata in the system that can squeeze up the liquidity of pitta. This is regularly happening. Vasti also we know that it is a treatment for stress and vata related stress, karma, shoka, vaya, all these conditions. So, and number two, when there are, when there is frequent recurrence and it is not responding to any other treatment and if we are damn sure that vata and vata aggravating etiological factors are involved in that particular person, number two, and if the water is causing these gallstones, stones and if it is not the kapha, number three, and if there is recurrence and the uh, condition is not responding to any other med- medications or frequent virachana, So then we can consider giving the course of vasti. So vasti, I think, uh, so it is like uh, in a Brahmastra, it can take control over many things, uh, many activities taking place and synchronize the things in the, synchronize the imbal- imbalances in the system. Of course, uh, Basti, though not uh, the first line of treatment, but it can be considered as the final weapon when things are not responding
0: there is another question we,
2: we clearly know uh, that you
0: know 4 mm is the average 4, 4 mm 4.1 mm is the average common wild duct diameter so there is this one is there any size of the gallstones in which we should say like r- r- better to refer than why if it is too much big is there anything as too much big size
1: definitely now, presently i'm treating a case gallstone for uh, 1.8 cm it is 18 mm but the only thing is that i will be watching two important things patient should not have pain point number one patient should not have a white colored stools these two things will be i'll be observing i'll be watching and i'll be asking the patient regularly and every next consecutive visits that what is the color of the stool and then what is the will, what about the pain so when patient is free of pain and there is no tilapistoniba or something like that, the light or pale colored stools, nothing to worry. I'll continue the treatment of continuously breaking down or making the stones into sludge or something like that. So that can be done. But only thing is, they're very um, important one and the patient will be panic only when there is a pain. When there is a shooting pain, the patient cannot tolerate the pain and then the, um, vomiting will be there and these things will cause a panic and they end up in operation.
0: Uh, there is this uh, famous olive oil and apple combination which is given by Western or oh, naturopathy practitioners. Just I wanted to put it out there. I, I have not... I do not have any clinical exercise with this specific thing, just putting it out, out there could be useful, could not be useful. Uh, apple juice, two glasses per day um, uh, and then on an empty stomach, do not take anything else for two hours after apple juice and then it is believed to soften the surface of the stone. Then uh, 20 ml of olive oil plus 40 ml of lemon juice, no sugar uh, to be taken on the fourth day evening, so on and so forth. I-, I repeat the same five rounds, like four days apple juice and fifth day olive oil and
2: lemon uh, Lemon juice
0: combination
2: and uh... coming to this uh, olive oil. So I think purges are also rightly mentioned right at the beginning of uh, the discussion. Oil, olive oil is used. I've seen many people uh, use olive oil in the treatment of gallstones with very good results. Of course, in the same way, I have not seen people using apple juice there. Olive oil plus uh, lemon juice, yes. It has given good results in this particular condition. So I think it is uh, giving a sneha to the point of uh, saturation. That is what uh, we can consider here. So even if it is a water environment, so we can see that the sneha reaches the point of uh, some extent of lakshana, like even Arisnikda Lakshana, till there, so that it flushes out the small stones out of the gallbladder. So that may be the thing. If it doesn't uh, flush out still, a Virachana can be given to flush out those particular stones. Apart from this, uh, this uh, I have seen some people also preferring Tulakta Kashaya. Or pulatta preparations to be given in uh, gallstone condition. So, because we also have a reference like uh, while giving shilajito, pulatta is contraindicated because it has a tendency to break the stones. And shilajito is a, a remedy which is uh, a stone remedy. So, like shilajito is derived from the mountains and the hills. So, that is why pulatta is not uh, given during uh, the administration of uh, shilajito. So, because it is. Uh, a ashmari bedaka so like it it uh, breaks the stones so probably with that particular concept uh, in gallstones some people I haven't tried this I have heard people some of my friends tell that kulatta kashaya even gives relief in mild to moderate pain so when it is served hot maybe with some erenda taila some few drops of eranda taila into kulatta kashaya So this is a recipe which I have heard I think uh, our Guruji sir can throw some light on the
1: see definitely when uh, olive oil is there this is our tendency in India what I have if something comes from the west or outside, and something said in English, it's always uh, eye catchy and it will be sounding good, and people will follow it. So, we don't know what is a cappuccino, we will line up in the Starbucks to take the cappuccino. That is our mentality. In India. So, similarly, the olive oil when the marketing has been done regarding the oil, oil, everybody Olive uh, oil, olive oil, oil, oil. The in- importance of giving an oil or a sneha to reduce the uh, what you call the solidity or the strength of the stone to make it soft so, uh, reduce the cutting of the stone to softening purposes so that can be achieved even by our uh, castor oil in a very typical manner that is the reason I suggested Sukumar Agrata, which contains a very good quantity of castor oil in it and it is a very very good for that condition and without causing any much untoward inc- uh, incidents or even events uh, Sukhmaragruta can be tolerated by a wide range of people. The next point is uh, regarding uh, Kulakta Kashaya, probably they might have mistook it. Kulakta Kashaya and Kulakta is most suited in renal calculus rather than this and we should be very cautious and you should be very no, alert about while using this. Because same kulatta has been said by Charaka as Kulatthu Amlapitta Chinanana. Nowadays everybody complain that there is Amlapitta acidity, gastric, gastric, there will be. In such type of things, if I give a suggest Kulattha, then it may be very wrong from our side to suggest that. When there is a renal calculus, I have seen and I have used and it is good, it holds good. The Kulat Kishaya or Kulat um, type of materials used in the formation of diet which will support the elimination of the, the renal calculi. But when we are dealing with the gallstones, I think gram is not having much scope there. It is better to use uh, something which is Kshariya in nature, something like kokila Kshara, something like virechika material like katuki. Chitraka, Lashuna, and these other things, they will definitely open, break open these stones, particular stones.
0: You had presented same, Sukumara Kashaya, uh, sorry, Kumara, Grita, and uh, Hingvakshakachuna, in case of dysmenorrhea, especially in teenage uh, girls. And again, you are uh, repeating here. Is there any special bondage between you and that combination, sir?
1: See, very typical. It's not my bondage. Mm-hmm. bondage. It is that particular combination has a specific role from the stomach downwards towards the anus. So it is in the entire area of this Pakvashaya as well as some Amashya related areas and even Pachmanashya. It has a specific role. So wherever there is an abdominal colic type of thing, it is better to use the combination of this. See very typically when there is a problem related with dysmenorrhea or like this conditions, I go with the Sukumara and Sanyam but when there is a stone related or the renal calculus causing the pain, then I will go with the Shatavaryadigrutha
0: and Hingvastakachurna. That gives more beneficial results there. In, in your description of uh, the benefits of Sukumaragrata, I had mentioned when it is mixed with Hingvastakachurna, it, it not only kinders the Agni and does Amapachana as well as Vata Anulomana, means it's in the downward movement of Vata Dosha. If Apanavayu moves in the Apana gati, then there will be no pain. Again, vata movement in normal direction always relieves pain. And Sukumaragrita also contains arenda or castor oil, which helps to suppress vata and also helps in evacuating bowel uh, bowels very easily. And then you went on to explain tablet arenda brista haritaki. Erinda, erinda means castor oil, brista means fried. Here Haritaki fruits are fried with castor oil and the tablets are made. At bedtime will further assist in bowel evacuation and increase peristalsis movement which in turn drags the gall stones to the gut. Also it has sort of a mild squeezing action on the uh, gallbladder, bladder so that the sludge formation if it all of it is forming it is eliminated out. thereby has a preventive role also. If the diameter of the gall stone are lesser than the diameter of the common bile duct and stones are not adhered to gallbladder wall and stones are mobile it has passed through the uh, stools uh, i think much of it we have discussed already and a tablet pitorin contains ushnati Tishna dravyas which will try to break and disintegrate the gallstones uh, to smaller size which helps i am using Pithorin
1: since last 3 years in these conditions Plenty i used and it is uh, giving a convincing result and off late i am also using along with this pitorin there is another uh, tablet called lithoban this pitorin is from Emis pharmaceuticals and uh, lithoban is from uh, Janay
0: it contains uh, garlic, uh, Go mutra shilajit, ginger, uh, long pepper, black pepper, arjuna, pashanabedi and punar nava. And, uh, and
1: important another one is uh, another combination which I use is pittarechika kvata with kokilakshakshara. Uh, coming
0: to the frequency of virechana versus nitya virechana. I mean uh, frequency of virechana here I am talking about the full scale of virechana. Are there any considerations? In answer, please. see there is
1: a frequency of full-scale virachana can be done maybe once in three months regular cleansing that's because many a times the patient complains that they have a bubble evacuation once in two days something like that that needs to be avoided that's that that's the main area that our intention of giving virachana we can say it's a luxury purpose it's anulomana other than virachana every day it's very clearly cleansing the things not allowing the piles to stay for a longer time so it becomes a sludge. So that is the reason we are doing it. And if you select and Erenda containing material or even a little bit Avarataki uh, containing material, there will be some gripping but that will be good. It will be removing the things from the
2: gut. Regarding this uh, point, Nithyavirej uh, I think uh, it is moreover uh, a temporary uh, uh, the temporary basis prescription. Like we want immediate results at that particular time. So we give Nithyavirej So for a certain amount of period and see that uh, whatever results we want, we can take uh, get it from that. And coming to the full-scale virechana, so that is a proper virechana, which Gurajas rightly mentioned, once in three months or six months, we can plan accordingly, according to the situation of the patient. Moreover, it will help in the prevention of recurrences uh, of uh, that particular condition, uh, in case uh, there is a tendency for that particular problem to repeat or uh, we are seeing the recurrences very frequently. So that can be taken uh, like in Kusta we don't know, So regularly, uh, Omuna and Virechana or prescribed regularly to be taken because there are recurrent there is recurrence so that also shows that if there is a if our immunity is has been compromised even in such conditions we need to go with the regular repetition of uh, vamana or Vinachana wherever they are needed even in this particular case so one more point i want to touch wonderful medicine what Guruja sir has touched upon is uh, Erendaprishta Haritaki in the previous reference it is also a good uh, remedy for uh, Amavata so ideal medication for Amavata Erendaprishta Haritaki so, haritaki, which has been fried in the air in the Pela. So, that gives a magnified effect, broad spectrum medication. Right from the gut, so it starts controlling the AMA. So, we have missed out the AMA component in the formation of the gallstones. That is also possible. So, right from the gut itself, right, right from the stomach and the small intestine, its action will start and it will be extended till the uh, liver, gallbladder, and almost everywhere. So, right from the root, I think uh, by controlling that AMA and also the kapha and pitta imbalances and also squeezing of those liquidity, having a flushing action, desludging action. So, and the multi-dimensional uh, approach of this particular formulation, Erenda Prashtaharitaki, I feel, is uh, a really good option in this condition. That
1: is, Avarthaki uh, is not Heliacrasaisora, Avarthaki okay. is cassia auriculata uh, Avarthani is... Avarthani is Okay. Uh,
0: can you please explain why you, you choose Avarthaki, sir, please?
1: it's also called sonamuki it's having uh, photocomarins and even uh, i think uh, it's it spots and leaves uh, they contain a chemical composition which is uh, senna generally called as and it is uh, very typically uh, helps to evacuate the you know gut contents so that's why uh, it is a uh, very commonly in many of the tablets as well as the tune as present day market the regular um, Bubble
0: cleansing churnas contain avartaki uh, Yeah, I, I confess because avartakhi, from you only, I learned that it is useful in teaching type of odonope, because it is.
2: To Guruji sir, uh, since Guru sir mentioned avartakhi, uh, that is kashya auriculata. Uh, uh, sir, since it is kashya, can, uh, uh, can Aragoda also be preferred in this condition, can be a choice? Definitely Aaragwada can
1: be preferred, but Aaragwada Falamajja acts as a sramsana and it comes as a comparatively milder, whereas our thiki is comparatively stronger to that. Aragvada Falamadhyaya is one of the best things, even it can be given in uh, pregnant ladies. That causes very clearly Sramsana action. Thank you, sir. Thank but Aavartaki cannot be given even in the pregnant ladies, because it may cause some sort of twitching and some pain sometimes. Depends on person to person. Thank you for
0: clarification, sir. Thank you. And uh, uh, there was a question on Gandharva Haritaki versus Is Haritaki same as Gandharva Haritaki? There is no specific medicine as Gandharva Haritaki. It is
2: Gandharva Hastagi Taila
0: yeah there is yeah,
2: Gandra, Gandra. see here uh, uh, Gandhar, gandharva haritaki um, may be a combination of gandharva hastha and haritaki here we are missing the word brushta so Purajas are rightly mentioned airanda Brusta, that is airanda taila Brusta haritaki so gandharva haritaki may be just a combination somebody has done mixing the gandharva hastha which is also airanda along with haritaki uh, the Brusta factor is missing here so it might not be the same it may uh, be a
1: combination. Maybe that is a that may be the combination maybe done by somebody, we don't know. Gandharva Harizaki is not a technical I mean or um, can say classical drug. It may be a com um, proprietary one that might have done by somebody.
0: There is this uh Sri yes, Ash has this this one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is there any uh, role of lavana in the uh, lavana for gallstones and, and lavana has uh, a- again lavana has this liquefying action worth a try
1: sir? I can not tried but I not tried so I can't comment on this part. I have not used the lavana for this condition.
0: Thank you. Namaste. Thank you.